0: Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and it's such a pleasure having you join another episode. This is 9 of 10, and today's message has actually come through clearly. I'm recording in the afternoon. It's a little after 4 o'clock, and the message has been resonating in me all day without even knowing what was going to happen today in the world And the message is simply this, my dear brother and sister. And I want, I really am asking you to slow down while you listen and I will do my job in slowing in the delivery because I think we all need to feel this message. We all need to detach from judgment and self-righteousness. We need to detach from accusation because we are not, naturally accusing beings. That's not our nature. No child came into this world and pointed at the doctor or the nurses or the parents and said, how dare you? That's not in our nature. So I'm asking that you detach, slow down and listen to this message because it is so crucial moving forward. It's so crucial Humanity has been conditioned to accept an authority's narrative as a virtue. And the authoritarian's narrative, which has been professed as virtue, also comes with condition. And the condition is. Tie your emotional identity to this narrative. For if you do not, you will be cast out. You will not belong. So let me say this again. The authoritarian narrative that is uttered to humanity also comes with it the condition that one must put your energy and belief into it that it must become part of you and you must become part of it for if it does not become part of you you will be cast out this is the this happens in education in academia and universities that if you do not believe or are able to recite this and take it as truth whatever discipline you're studying and it become in you and you become in it and believe it and utter it and go out into the world and practice it. If you do not, you'll be cast out. In religion, the authoritarian narrative is passed down that thou shalt believe this and this narrative shall come in you and abide in you and you shall abide in it. For if you do not put your energy, emotion, and belief in it and it in you, you shall be cast out. In politics, the narrative is passed down from the authoritarian narrative that what the authoritarian says, you must allow it in you, believe it, and you abide in it, and you attach your belief, and you allow it to attach to your belief and become your belief. For if you do not, you shall be cast out. The media. This is what happened. Believe the authoritarian narrative and allow this narrative in you for if the, if the narrative does not reside in you and you and it, and you do not attach your beliefs to the narrative that we pass down and feel what we want you to feel, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) interesting. Interesting. If you do not feel what we want you to feel, then you will be cast out. <clears throat> I'm going to take a <coughs> excuse me, little mint here. Hmm. This is an important message. This, my dear brothers and sisters, is an incredibly important message. I want you to really hear this. Do you know what the devil means? I've said it many times. Devil means accuse, the accuser. Accusation, accuse, finger pointing, isolating, victimizing. Excuse me, guys. I've said many times on this podcast that hurt people hurt people. However, healthy people heal people. If you are out intentionally wanting to accuse, you are simply just a hurt person, scared perhaps. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but accusing is akin to the devil. That's what it means. Devil means to accuse. So when you point your finger at someone, you are actually in alignment with humanity's enemy. It's very important. I want you to understand this principle because when we are divided, we are destroyed. When we are unified, nothing can stop us. many distractions for this message. When you are divided, you are destroyed. When we are divided, we are destroyed easily, conquered easily. Read the art of war. Understand the strategies and tactics of warfare. Dividing is a sure way to defeat the enemy. Unified we are unbeatable. Humans, humanity. And humanity is facing quite a bit right now. And there's a lot of authoritarian narratives that are riling humanity up to accuse you, they, him, her. The irony is, we are all human. We are all human. Made in the image of the one infinite creator, made in love, made in light. Psalm says we're made a little lower than the angels, but in love and light, when we activate ourselves. And realize that we are light and that we are of divine love and unconditional love. When we come back to that place inside of us, that we take authority over the angels. So there is a dimensional being that we don't see in the natural realm, this physical realm, that we were made a little lower in, in the physical realm. But when we come into our true essence, our true authority, our true divinity, our true purpose... We take authority over that non-seen realm and the beings that reside in that. Which is where the devil, the accuser, a derivative of devil is evil. Evil is the opposite of live, reversing the letters. (laughs) Do you see? The devil resides in the realm that loses authority when humanity steps into its own knowing that we are love and light. But all these authoritarian narratives, academia and education, religion, politics and media, you cannot tell me Truly, I don't think anyone could say in true honesty that there is not a narrative of unification from those four disciplines of narrative distribution. Media is set up all about the antagonists and protagonists. I'm, I'm wearing a shirt right now, the hero's journey. And our purpose is to awaken to say, as the hero, I will remind all of us that we are are all on the same team. We are divine. the, The prana that we can breathe in, our nishama that rises forth and is pure in its very essence, our incredible egos that have protected our souls. We are such divine beings when we remember and come back and detach from these narratives that want you and I to put our emotion into them and be charged by them and then act upon those emotions. My dear brother and sister, it is okay to be angry. That's This is the message that has been reverberating all day. This is It is okay to be angry. It's actually virtuous to be angry. Anger is a virtue, but it comes with conditions. Yeshua said, be angry in your being and sin not. Now, what does sin mean? Sin does not mean not doing wrong or not doing right, or doing right and not doing wrong. You get what I'm saying. Sin does not mean a doing. It's actually a being. Sin means to miss the mark. The archers who aimed at that target and let the arrow go and the arrow shot and was aiming at the bullseye, but may have missed just a little bit off target. That was a sin. The archer sinned. There's no judgment in this. (laughs) That's just human nature. We're all aiming towards love and light and we miss sometimes. But what does Jesus say? Be angry and don't miss the mark. Be intentional and aware that if you do miss the mark in your actions, in the releasing of your beingness into the world, and it isn't in the target of unconditional love for all mankind and in love and in light. Don't act. Don't act. Now, I've said in a podcast recently, the most loving thing that you could do for someone going down a river and doesn't see the waterfall is to yank them out as hard as you can, even if it rips their sock their arm out of their socket. They may look at you and be angry at you and say, "Why would you do that?" Until they understand, "Thank you. You just saved me from going down a waterfall. I did not see the danger ahead." However, when we when we act in anger, This is, this is coming through very clearly. When we act in anger and don't treat others the way we want to be treated, we are missing the mark. We're not living in 5D ascended consciousness. We're living in 3D polarity, duality, and shadow work. To be angry and act is to stop those, it's to stop those who constantly utter forth a narrative that divides us because there is no division in love. So these four pillars of academia, religion, politics, and media aren't based in love. They're based in division. Therefore, they're not based in our common good. But instead of seeking to go destroy those things, the very first step to take a pow- the power away from those power structures, those entities, is to detach from the narrative. Don't allow your emotion to get into the narrative and the narrative to get into you. Simply detach and say, no more. When humanity understands our sovereign power to say no, We can never be divided again. Do you understand this? But it takes everyone in unison to say no. It takes everyone in unison to say yes. That's why the narratives exist to keep you in charge, to keep you angry, to keep you accusing. I've seen on social media today, people yelling out white privilege and patriots, this and that and all of it. It's like, give me a break. Beat the banner of your emotion and anger and continue to the divide. So what do you think will continue to happen? Are we all going to hold hands and humbly come together in unity with that narrative being spewed forth? And specifically, I guess I'm talking about the way privilege narrative And then I saw people breaking into the Capitol building, destroying property, not operating out of love. And yet I was thinking about Jesus actually overthrew the tables in the temple of the money changers and built a whip. And then I thought, well, was that good or bad? What is that? What's the greater context? And then he said, My father's house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. So he had authority and a claim over that, the ownership of that, my father's house. And I can certainly understand someone saying the White House is the people's house or Congress. But you know what? <laughs> if you didn't check with your neighbor, on what they thought about those actions of destroying property, then you're not acting in love and you don't have a claim. And before I don't want to go down these rabbit holes of even talking about division right now, I'm just trying to use these examples of how easily we can attach and attach our emotion to narrative and intentionally or unintentionally be a voice for division as opposed to unity. And the unity comes when we cease and detach from the emotional charge. Because love doesn't come with that emotional charge of vengeance. Love doesn't come with that emotional charge of destroying or dividing or accusing. Love will never accuse, ever, ever, Ever. In fact, love is so divine, so infinite, so great, so unconditional that in love's very present, every individual doesn't need to hear from another person. They simply will reflect on where they are not in love and cease. And that's the old concept of repenting, stopping, turning back, going back to love and being like, whoa, I really missed the mark. And all of humanity is missing the mark in one degree or another, even I. But I am aware and I'm trying to bring the awareness, the consciousness rising in this time for us not to get charged, but to detach and come back in love and say, where have I missed it? Where have I missed the opportunity to love people more? Where have I missed the opportunity to look in someone's eyes, to smile at them, to truly ask how they are doing when I pass them on the street or pass them in the grocery store? When have I missed the mark to love people more? When? And instead of constantly being in this place of judging and accusing and emotionally charged narrative and rhetoric and we detach. We say no more to this world, the 3D polarity, division, duality, and shadow work. And we come back into the light that we are. Remember who we are. Remember that we're all brothers and sisters. Remember that, yes, the devil, and I don't mean Satan. I don't mean this religious narrative. I just mean the devil, this, this energy that accuses and causes fear in all of us. And when we're afraid, which perfect love casts out all fear, the Bible says, perfect love, which is unconditional, perfect love, a qualifier, perfect love casts out all fear. So where we have fear, we're lacking perfect love. Well, what is perfect love? It's unconditional love of God in us. That's why the devil, the accuser, operates. It's a gift from God because God wants us to know, are we missing his love? Then go back to the source and find love. However, when we don't have the purview and understanding that we can and get to go back to the original source of love, detach and just be in love and be in the presence of love and be more light in this world. When we don't have that purview, which is why I'm sharing this content right now, why this message is coming through so clearly is we will stay in a 3D realm and be afraid. Accusations bring fear. Devil, his greatest weapon is fear. False evidence appearing real, fear. Which then makes us want to grab on to others and be part of this mob. And then it becomes, you see how this works? Your mob and then their mob you'll get a bigger mob. They'll get a bigger mob. They'll get guns. You get guns. You And it always causes conflict. It always comes into division and destruction. When you're in fear, you need the masses. When you're in love, you can understand that sovereignty is an individual work and that the more light that I shine, the more of permission that you see a contrast say, oh, I can shine more brightly and you shine and others shine and we all shine together. In love, and light. This is the fifth dimension. What is the fifth dimension? Mind, body, spirit, light, and love. All working together, love being the supreme law over the four, and love rules supreme. It is the age of the Mashiach, the Messiah, the millennial reign of Christ, Christ brings freedom. The Messiah brings freedom. Love gives truth permission to come forth resulting in our freedom. Therefore, love is the highest consciousness and love brings freedom. Christ consciousness is freedom consciousness. And we are free in love and light. That's just simply the message, my dear brother and sister. And I'm not going to edit these uh me getting the dog out. I'm not going to edit the loudness. I'm going to keep this exactly how it is because it's exactly what it was supposed to be. And you are all so loved. You're so loved. You're so loved and you're missing the opportunity to receive the love that is available for you, available to you because you keep attaching to these authoritarian narratives that are not based in love, but based in fear and division, based in a divide. You, my dear brother and sister, get these energies out of you. Be free. Be free in love. That's the message. I love you. I bless you. You are blessed and loved. You are light. You are salt. It is time for you to remember who you really are before the abuse, before the fear, before the the trauma, before you entered this world. Your soul is of God. It is the neshama, the breath of God. And God breathed into man and man became a living soul. Your neshama is of the breath of God. It is of God's very essence. It is of God's prana, your soul. Do you understand the connection? So therefore, my dear brother and sister, detach, remember, and let's all rise in this consciousness. Let's rise in this consciousness and be aware of those that come with an authoritarian narrative That causes you to accept it or you're out and demands your energy be attached to it or you're out because that is not of God. It's not of love because God is love and God is light and it's not of love and light. It exists for us to remember how good love and light truly is. Peace. peace, 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 dear brothers and sisters. Peace is the prize. Peace is the prize. I'm Lucas Mack. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. This is nine of 10. And I've actually, yesterday I recorded two podcasts with amazing. I have a lot of podcasts with guests just piled up. It's so cool. So many beautiful light beings out there ready to bring their message to you. And I'm excited that I have the honor and privilege of allowing their voices to be heard and shared. And this is just the beginning. So don't don't get down. Don't feel afraid. Don't feel confused. Don't don't let this don't let this temporal change affect your eternal presence. That's also very important for you to hear. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. I love you all. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.